At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. issues on the way out as we say hi and welcome you in. I'm Patrick Maher live from the VEASAN studios here at the South Point. Michael Lombardi hanging out in his new digs there. How's the weather? You know, Stephanie's coming out for a bachelorette party in I Philly. Heard. She wants to I know heard. what's doing with the weather there in Jersey right now. Well, where she's going to be, it'll probably be hot and humid. You know, down on the beach, it's been uh, it's been warm during the days, cooling off at night. Kind of uh, the perfect weather, but I'm sure uh, that Steph's coming back. It'll be, you know, relief for her to get out of the 110 degrees of Las Vegas weather. It won't be that hot, I can promise you. Today, 113 today. It's a dry heat, but 113, 113 yeah, well, today. I mean, yeah, that's that's what they say. I mean, you know, who, you know, I don't know how that does. I don't know how the dryness makes it any better. I really don't. Okay. I have no idea. Of course, Hall of Fame. When game. I lived out there, it was hot. <laughs> it was no. Trust me, yeah. it's been it's been insane. At least we got a little weather. You can't get in your car. I mean, it's like your car. You can't touch anything in your car. You're gonna burn to death. No, you know, it really is insane. I'm gonna pin you down here coming up in just a bit on the Hall of Fame game. Of course, yeah. right now you've got Dallas catching two, so the Steelers are laying two. But we've got more news and notes to get to. Josh Applebaum will join in just a little bit here on the. Lombardi line. Uh, I'll get to your tweet about Deshaun Watson. I wanted to save that just a little bit. Let's hear what you've been hearing. What's happening in Indianapolis? 
I think Indy feels pretty comfortable with their team. I don't think they feel like Wentz is going to be out for the season. I think the surgery that, that I've been told went well, not that I'm a doctor, but I think they're pretty optimistic about their football team. I think they feel like they're improving, and this has given more reps to Jacob Eason and Sam Ellinger. They feel very comfortable that he's picking up the system well. So I think, look, it's the month of September is a little bit of a transitional month in the NFL, more so now with 15 games. I don't think anybody's panicked. I don't think anybody's worried. I think they have a long way to go before they fix this. Uh, they finish the season. So this is just one step. I think the Quentin Nelson injury is probably more concerning. Now, Nelson says he's going to play opening day, which I don't doubt. You know, I'm sure he'll probably do whatever he can do to play. Interesting that two players have had foot injuries. But, uh, you know, they need him to be the kind of team they want to be. They can't have two-fifths of their offensive line not out there. Sam Tevy, the left tackle, has taken over for Anthony Costanza. And without Quentin Nelson in there, that takes away the strength of their team. Can we measure the recovery of Nelson and Wentz the same, or is there some differences there? I think, obviously, there's going to be more differences in terms of running, planting, you know, and, and I think, you know, it'll come down to pain tolerance, too. And, and, you know, with foot, with football, the, the quarterbacks rely so much on their lower bodies to make those throws. And, you know, offensive linemen obviously need to have great feet and keep their feet on the ground and move them quickly. So it, it kind of lends itself. But knowing Nelson the way he is, I would not be surprised if he was there opening day because I'm sure they're going to start they're going to start rehabbing in, in probably another week or so, maybe eight days. And once they start rehabbing, I think they'll get a pretty good indication of the pain tolerance, how much pain there is in there, and where they can go. The key, why I think the timeline was 5 to 12, is because it's so unpredictable with with foot injuries when they get them back into the rehab venue. Okay, Michael, I want to get your immediate reaction. Steph, let's throw up that board with the Colts. I, I like the way that board's built, and we can go straight down it. I was talking to Vinny before he left, and he said they ripped down division, they ripped down yes or no postseason, they ripped down the win total, they left up conference, and they left up Super Bowl here at the South Point. There you see it, Michael. A week ago, the Colts were sitting at 10 as far as their win total. Bet MGM has them at 9. Make the playoffs, it's 110 yes, 110 no. AFC South, they're plus 190. Uh, to win the AFC 16 to one and 30 to one Super Bowl. What jumps out at you there for the Colts and the betting odds? You know, I, I think to me, nine win totals a little low. Okay. I mean, this team gave the Buffalo Bills all they could handle in that playoff game. I, I think they're closer and I think they've improved themselves defensively. They're young, they're fast, they're athletic. They get home field advantage coming back, playing in the, in the, uh, in the RC, whatever they call that dome now, you know, so I think that's going to make a huge difference to what they do. I have faith in Frank Wright as a coach. I think they get the running game going, you know, with Jonathan Williams, and then they get Marlon Mack back and Hines, and they've got a lot of good receivers. They don't have that big-name receivers, which tantalizes the media, but I think they have really good receivers. So I like this team. I, I think over nine is really the play. Do I think they get to 11? I don't. I'm not sure about that, but over nine, I feel pretty comfortable recommending that. Okay, again, how quickly the number dropped from 10 all the way down to nine. Lombardi Line, Visa, and the Sports Betting Network. Some rumors abound and will continue. Get the Deshaun Watson story here coming up in just a bit. We'll pin Michael down on a Hall of Fame pick. Philip Rivers said he's not completely done. Now, I have to tie this in because we were just discussing the Indianapolis Colts. Stuff, I believe, has a quote here. But he said he would not rule out returning to the NFL in December or January. He said he's starting to train. He's not quite there. Have you heard anything on Rivers? And would Rivers be an option back with Frank Reich? 
I, I wouldn't think he would be initially. I mean, look, I don't think they want to do anything to cause any to get in the way of Wentz. They believe Wentz is going to play. They believe Wentz will be effective. They like Wentz. And this is just a little bit of an obstacle in their way. I don't think they see this as a deterrent. Now, if Wentz was out for the season, do I think they could ultimately make a decision? Yeah. But then it comes down to money. I mean, what are you going to pay them? What do you want to pay, you know, Philip Rivers for 10 games? What do you want to pay him for that? I, I, I don't know. I think this is it's a hard decision to make. And will he come back for the veteran minimum? The answer to that would be no. Will he come back for $5 million? I don't know. I think that's really the problem there. I think they need to find a solution outside of just making the easy phone call to Philip Rivers. Okay, Michael, the trade conversations with involving, I should say, Deshaun Watson and the Philadelphia Eagles, depending on what report you read, are quote-unquote heating up. But I'm going to read from M. Lombardi NFL. I think you may have heard from him. Uh, Okay, oh, we do have the tweets. Awesome. Let's go ahead and throw them up there. This is Michael Lombardi, M. Lombardi NFL, a must-follow on Twitter, talking about the Deshaun Watson situation. He started, I have no idea how any team could heat up trade talks with Houston when there are too many variables unknown. Makes no sense, especially since the quote-unquote supposed talk, supposed ask is significant. Of course, Houston's going to want a ton for the quarterback. Here's where it gets juicy with Mr. Lombardi. My sense is Houston is pretending to want to trade Watson, but in reality has zero interest in trading him with hopes that these matters can resolve. When a team has high demands that are unrealistic, then it means they don't want to make a trade. That one got me. Can you elucidate, elaborate? Yeah, I mean, very perceptive of you, Patrick. I've been told reliably that a team called the Houston Texans and offered their best offer. They, in fact, the term the term that they used to me was we we over over asked. It was way too much, and they got a very quick no from Houston. And so they've gone on with their business, and they're just going to react. Now this was just maybe two weeks ago, so I don't think Houston wants to do that. Now this team also wanted to protect themselves, even though they were going to give away significant picks to protect themselves in case of a suspension or in case of you know something happening with these civil suits. But the answer was a, was a severe no. And I think deep down, I think Nick Cesario wants to try to resolve the issue. There's been so much talk about Philadelphia. I'm not sure, told to me, that Philly's really where he wants to play. A lot of people think it's Denver. I think Denver is certainly in play. I think Miami is really where he wants to go. Now, we know, we know, Tua's had the greatest week any player could have in, in pro football. <laughs> He's just had the greatest week of all. So I doubt if Miami would be interested because he's just had the greatest week of playing quarterback that anybody's ever seen in the history of quarterbacks Mm. at their practices. And he's doing things not known to mortal men. So with that being (laughs) said, you know, I I don't know how interested Miami would be, but I think this is a long way from getting some resolution. I wasn't trying to destroy the guy who tweeted it out that thinks he's here and it's close because I'm sure he got that information from somebody, but I'm not sure it's reliable. And I think for anything to get close – uh, Houston has to be willing to take something. You know, it's like it, it, when you ask a price for something, say you want to sell your house, can you ask for $3 million over the asking price? You, you really, you're only going to sell it if somebody meets your number. You really don't want to sell it, you know? And so I think that's the case with with Houston. They're asking, they're saying they're asking, 
But what they're asking for, based on the circumstances and situation, is really not realistic. Yeah, the Hail Mary ask, if you will, and that's what caught me with uh, Michael Lombardi's tweet. When a team has high demands that are unrealistic, that means they don't want to trade the player. And that's what Michael Lombardi tweeted, M. Lombardi NFL. Look, it, it really just comes down to the amount of layers involved in the uncertainty with Deshaun Watson as we sit here today on August 5th and we start the season essentially is just so beyond unknown. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really unbelievable that, you know, anybody would engage because of this unknown. 22 civil cases that have yet to be resolved. Eight in, eight in the police of Houston are investigating two of which are not included in the 22 civil. So that puts the potential for 24 civil, okay? And how do you get those resolved? And the league office hasn't given you any indication of what they're going to do. Now, I think the reason they're not practicing Watson isn't because they don't want Watson to practice. It's because I think they want to be able to give reps, which are the most important thing you have in training camp, to the people that are actually going to be on the team the first week of the season. Because I don't see how the NFL can't come up with some form of a disciplinary action before the first week of the season. I, 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 what have they been doing all this time? It's, They've been investigating too. I know. It's just so delicate. I mean, they would, they would help out the situation by putting them on the reserve commissioner exempt list and saying, look, you know, you're not going to, ha- you're not going to be able to participate until this gets resolved. Because if you're paying them a game check and you know it and, and it hasn't come, you're basically – you're rewarding him for due process. So I, I think there's a little bit of an issue here. Now, I know he needs due process. I get that. So why don't we just stop everything and wait and see what happens? I realize what I'm doing to you. You know I love you. Do you think we see Deshaun Watson play football this year? I don't. I really don't. I agree. I think there's no way. I'm I, I sorry. I really don't. <laughs> I, I, I think I, I don't know how they can play football this year. You know, until he cleans up all these other areas, how can they? Yeah, Hunter, look, and I never want to trivialize what's happening. If it's one accuser, one accuser too much. If it's 22 accusers, 22, obviously. But that just adds so much to the, just the what we talked about, the layers to this, that it is just completely untenable. I mean, this, is, this goes much deeper. Yeah. It's just it, there's so much involved in a good way. Like society has evolved in this regard, and there's so much involved, and we have to be very sensitive with a situation like this, and the NFL knows that. No, no doubt. And, and I think letting him play without some resolution is wrong. Right. Because he's entitled to due process, there's no doubt. But with 22, potentially 24, I mean, there's got to be somewhere where, you know, you've got to take a break and say, okay, until this gets cleaned up, let's, let's make sure we know what we're doing. Circle back to where we started. Lombardi line here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network as we get underway with the Hall of Fame game tonight. I, I haven't specifically asked Michael for a play, nor have I asked him, should you make a play? We'll get into that coming up in just a bit. We started the show with Dan Campbell. This, I'm talking to you, um, I'm coming to you because when we finished our show on Monday, I believe, that's when Joe Judge had the issue with Daniel Jones at the bottom of a pile and a fight in camp. Help us understand. So Joe Judge was pissed. 
uh, and he made him run laps and doing up downs. So Dan Campbell, the Detroit Lions head coach, he had a fight in practice and he was quote fired up. So which one is it? I mean, is it, are you fired up? I can't imagine you'd want to risk injury or is it the Joe judge approach where you can't blame this is bad behavior. Well, I mean, I don't think, look, the football field is a classroom, okay? It is an extension of the classroom. And if you want to have your classroom in an uproar, then then you don't see the game the way it's really being played right now. The football field is a classroom. And if you don't behave as a classroom, keep players safe. Make sure that you're doing the right thing. Players are learning. They're engaged. All the things that good classroom etiquette has, you need to have. The fact that you want intensity because of a fake fight is ridiculous. It really is. It's just it's just he's building this narrative about himself, which eventually we've all seen it happen. We've all seen it. It's going to run its course. It's not going to last. It's not going to last. It's fun. The media loves it. You're giving them quotes. You know, Frank Caliendo, he can do an impersonation <laughs> of them. It's great. It's wonderful. But you, it's not it's not conducive to being a championship. Tell me one championship level coach who's ever behaved like this. Can't tell me. I go look it up. I'll research it. You can't. You can't find them. You got to tailor it back. You got to. You got. You got to be able to be. Uh, be able to connect with the players on an intellectual level. Encouraging fighting in practice. I mean, there's no Hall of Fame coach who would ever say that. No one. He's such he's such a goofball. Because they know that they oh. know the field's their classroom. I have to go all in. They know it, the field's their classroom. I know, I know, I know. But I'm just going all in because nothing's worked. It's you know you how, have to. Yeah, I have yeah. to go all in. It's early yet, but when he doesn't, when he makes, watch what happens when he makes a bad call on fourth and one. Watch what happens when you know they're running the ball too much. Watch what happens when the players don't feel like they're getting put in the right position. All this nonsense is going to go away. This is good for before you play a game. But once you start playing games, once losing happens, that's when you have to really become, how do we solve these problems? How do we think our way through to the right solution? And I think that's what, what we, we have yet to see from Dan Campbell. But look, he's on a six-year contract. You know? I mean... <sighs> Nobody behaves like this. I'm dying. You know, Bill Walsh was quoting philosophers. Dan Campbell's going to be quoting quiet riot. Right. That's not good. It's unbelievable. I mean, no, no, it's not. Let me give you a quote. Let me give you a quote uh, that you retweeted. M Lombardi NFL. I love this. And it just, uh, you said control only what you control in response to Bill Belichick's quote about practice. Looks like the field will be wet. If it rains, it rains. If it doesn't, if it doesn't. If it's hot, it's hot. If it's not, it's not. That's what it is. <laughs> I freaking love that guy. That's what it is. I mean, it's what it is. I mean, you can't look. He there was nobody. I also tweeted this out this morning. There was nobody happier today when he saw it was pouring outside. Nobody was happier than him. He gets a chance to go out there and coach his team on ball security. Make them deal with the elements. And why is that so important? Because he wants to be able to put a dual force into the player's practice. Focus on what you have to do and deal with something that's distracting you. That's usually what happens in a game. And oftentimes in practice, you can't simulate that to develop mental toughness. Rain gives him a chance to develop the mental toughness method. So he uses that to his full advantage. He's teaching mental toughness. Stay in the moment. Focus on what you have to do. 
Don't let the rain bother you. The rain isn't even there. Ignore it. And that's how you build champions. You don't go walking around screaming and drinking coffee. I'm sorry. You just don't. I've never seen it work. I'd be happy to look it up. I've got one coach in Allen Park creating the Royal Rumble. And we've got, we've got another one with rings on every hand, so, you know, obviously uh, quoting Marcus Aurelius. There's it's just a big not the difference. way you the play. There's a big difference because we've seen, you know, there's a big difference between college and coach and pro. You know, this works in college. Why does this work in college and not in pro? Because college has graduation. The kids go for three years and they're out or four years and they're out. There's always new kids coming in. Not everybody's heard it all the time. So your, your message is fresh every four years. It's a fresh message. Every year it's a fresh message to somebody. So graduation helps in these situations. But at the end of the day, intellectual stimulation is the only thing that can carry you. How am I making the players better? I'm depressed. I, I, look. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, no, I'm just, I'm, I, not that I know the, the, the stats by fact or the numbers by but one playoff win since 57. And look, we're trying to change something, but when I have friends texting me, never should have gotten rid of Jim Caldwell. We know we're down bad. I mean, this is, and no offense to Jim yeah, Caldwell, who right. did a hell of a job in Detroit. And, you know, Lombardi was running his offense for a year. Then Jim Bob Cooter. I, I, we can go on and on. This is, it's just, I almost liked the Campbell hire. Then I'll move on from this. I almost liked it at first because it's something different for an organization that does need to think outside the box. We're just, we're now, we're now we're jumping into 80 ounces of coffee. That's way outside the box. Yeah. Well, but we also don't we evaluate the people that hired him. Evaluate the evaluator. Well, it's Chris Spielman. You know, so I mean, he I is that's really obviously the most, Chris yeah. Spielman knows everything. This is this all fits the Spielman narrative toughness. You know, we got to play. You know, he thinks he's back in Canton playing at Maslin. I mean, this isn't the game. It's about toughness. I grant you that. You're going to have to have tough. Andy Reid's teams are tough, but they're also smart. I mean, Andy Reid's practices are hard. So Steph just pointed out, I'm sorry, she pointed out, she said, look at Cam Newton. He looks like Mr. Peanut. He's got this hat. He's got a hat on that's that's 12 inches big. Now, let me ask you, because it goes day to day, right? Cam had the best practice he's had yet and and, and, and with pads, and then Mac didn't look good, and then the next day Mac looks great and Cam's a disaster. Where are you right now in the quarterback situation there in New England? I think this will not be determined until we get through the, the Philadelphia practices and the giant practices where we can see it all come together. I mean, Max taking a lot of reps because he needs a lot of reps. He's got to get a lot of reps. And so, you know, you know, and so I think it's really important that he can't that he can't uh, that he that he improves every single day and, and people grade completions as opposed to what the coaches are grading to, which is did he go with the right place with the football. Did he understand it? Did he process it quickly? There's so much more to it than just did he complete the pass. Right. And you won't see that if you don't understand everything about it. So I, I think this will be, uh, this will be a, uh, an ongoing conversation. I don't think Mac will be ready to go, but we'll see how it goes. I think it's Cam's job, and I think you can just see by how excited he is and what he's doing. I think, I think he's done pretty well, and I think they're pretty excited about him. And Bill very much likes Cam, yes? I think he loves his leadership. Look, there's more to the quarterback position. You know, the quarterback's got to lead the team. Got to lead the team. To be fair, if Dan Campbell said this, 
Looks like the field will be wet. If it rains, it rains. If it doesn't, it doesn't. If it's hot, it's hot. If it's not, it's not. It is what it is. If he said that, people would be like, look at this bonehead. Belichick says it, and it's brilliant. Because, I mean, you know what I mean? It's just perception really does rule. And when we come back, the perception of the quarterbacks in Denver. We'll get into that with Michael Lombardi here on the Lombardi Line. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Lombardi line presented by BetMGM here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Sometimes, just to crystallize, it's something as simple as what Michael said when talking about fights during practice, where that is the classroom. And I've never heard it put 
that way before. And uh, the classroom apparently in Detroit is a mess. Now, the storylines, Michael Lombardi, of course, the storylines coming out of camp, you're always going to get the positive spin. I told you Tua is the greatest quarterback that's ever Tremendous. learned a new offense. Tremendous. Dwayne Haskins' future in Pittsburgh Tremendous. is not only bright. Different guy. He's better. I could have wrote this. I could have I could have wrote the Tua. I could have wrote that. I mean, remember, remember when I – that was the same thing we said about Mitchell Trubisky last year? Yes. How awesome he looked. You know, we've seen all this before. Let's watch the games first, and let's not put any of our money – on just hearsay like this is an important lesson you know let's not put any of our money until we actually see it let's make them prove it to us and see what they can do and it goes for everybody let's watch the the patriots they've got all these new players let's watch what they look like you know let's watch some of these other guys it's just not Tua. you got to prove to me the game speeds up speed of the game this is why the this is why the under the over under number is so low tonight because the speed of the game is really what nfl is all about and when that speed is slow, you know, it, it's not as an exciting game and it's not exactly there. And quarterbacks can play differently with slower speed, but practice and games are different. So the continued narratives, Trey Lance has looked amazing, of course. And would it surprise you that out of Broncos camp where plus 120, plus 120 co-betting favorites to take the first snap for the Broncos in week one this year, Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater, reports coming out of Broncos camp Pat Shermer, the OC, says this is the quote-unquote best version we've ever seen of Drew Locke. Not a surprise. If he said it was the worst version, we'd have a story. <laughs> well, look, I mean, they've got it – would, it would solve all their problems if Drew Locke was the quarterback that they thought he could be when they drafted him. And we shall see. You know, it's year three. He's played a lot of games. You know, he had moments where they got really excited about him at the end of his first rookie season when he came in and played those six games yeah. and they actually moved the football effectively after the Joe Flacco experiment. But this would solve their huge problem. I, I think Locke, if I were to play this, I'd play Locke. I agree. I think Locke is going to be the guy because I think they want Locke to be the guy. And I think Teddy's not the same player he once was, taking too many checkdowns. You know, I think it's it's a little bit difficult for him to expand this game, which is what they're going to need. They need somebody. I mean, look, I, I can't stress this enough. This Denver team is good. They've got skill. They've got tight ends. They, they've got an offensive line because of Munchak and his coaching that's really good. They've got running backs defensively. They should be really good. The questions are real simple. Are they good enough at quarterback? And is Vic Fangio going to be able to make some good decisions in the last five minutes of the game? I mean, that's really the law. That's it. That's what it's all about. It, being good on paper doesn't necessarily mean you're good on the, as a team. I think they are. I think they can show great. Now, they got to stay healthy and all those things. But for me, you know, Locke would be the easy answer. It would be perfect for them if Locke was good. And if Locke came in and played well, you know, it would solve so many issues. You know, it's no disrespect to Teddy. We know what we're getting. Locke, at least the ceiling extends a little bit. The problem is, and I know, listen, I, I know Shermer's offense is not necessarily stretching the field as much, but you saw that yards per attempt go down, and we saw the interceptions in 13 games started up to 15. We saw, That was a marked jump for interceptions for Locke last year. Yeah, I mean, look, he, you know, and, it, and it's an offense that he should feel more comfortable with. But they had so many injuries, Patrick. Patrick, they had so many injuries with the team. They were struggling to kind of get any continuity offensively and defensively with their defensive front. 
And so I think last year's a wash, you know, because of COVID. And they had no home field advantage. I mean, they had no home field advantage. And I think that was a real problem. I was digging into them last night, the, the Denver. I love the roster. I, I mean, this is not breaking news, but you can really be positive about every aspect outside of the question mark under center. Yeah, other than that, it's just that's the only thing that concerns you. You know, that's the only thing. And that's a big thing. I mean, that's the big thing. And then we can't ignore Vic's decision-making and his inability to really kind of let the offense go a little bit and not to be so conservative defensively as a coach. Yeah, 100%. But it is is a team that is built to win. Who will start at quarterback for the Broncos? Plus 120, plus 120, both on Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke. When we come back, got a little bit of potpourri for you. A little NBA. Maybe Mr. Baseball will make an appearance. I've got a little surprise, and then we'll get Josh Applebaum around the corner as well. All right, it is the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. in the mix for the Heisman, especially in that offense. Take a look at the VSIN football betting guide. The college football betting guide is ridiculous. Of course, Rattler's going to be your favorite. You can so see good. analysts of every team, analysts of every team, VSIN expert picks, power ratings. This one for 1999. It's like invest. You want for the next five months to feel comfortable? We've got you covered. Order now at vsin.com slash subscribe. Get your free all access trial right now at vsin.com slash subscribe. Okay, a couple of things. We got Josh Applebaum coming up in just a bit as we welcome you back here on the Lombardi line. I was just texting with BB. He's down in Charleston, so Bill Berman shall return. Those of you concerned, which I know there are a lot of you. Um, A couple of of things. Uh, Congratulations on not Danny Green sticking around with the 76ers. Victor Oladipo is re-upped with the Miami Heat. Uh, I'll get your thoughts on that. I saw that. I wanted to to tell you, did you see that France on a Nicholas Batum block – Beat Slovenia Solid and Luca against Donit Luca, and, and so the gold medal match and the gold medal game is on. Of course, the U.S. men's national team beat Australia 97-78. Kevin Durant went nuts. It's going to be France and the USA in the finals here for the gold medal. You know, I think there's a real learning lesson here with the U.S. men's basketball team, and I, and I think a lot of it is perception message, right? So they were what 1100 to win the thing. And then when they played bad in the when they played bad in the in the prelims before they even went over to Japan, you know, and then they lose the opening game and the numbers just kept trunning down, right? Mm-hmm. But you know, we knew Holiday just showed up, we knew Middleton just got there. Look, they have one of the best players in the world in Kevin Durant. Maybe the right? best. You know, I, I mean we should all we maybe the best. We should all thank as Americans, thank Kevin for participating in this. Because if without him, you know, we wouldn't be able to send our best players. I mean, you know, you know, LeBron didn't go, but Kevin went. Thank you, Kevin. Really, I appreciate it because this is why he's one. Nobody can compete when he's on his game like he was against Spain, like he was against, 
you know, so Australia, you're not going to beat this guy. So thank him. Thank him. Because he didn't have to do it. You know, we always complain about the players making too much money. We always complain about the players, and I do particularly taking nights off. But to literally have to spend your summer, get in an airplane, fly all the way to Japan, then play a bunch of games, you know, have to be social distance, get back almost into a bubble-like atmosphere, was a lot to do. And a lot of guys backed out of it, but not Good Durant. Point. And for me, I'll hold Durant in high esteem after that forever yeah, that because of his actions as an American. Good, you know, and, and yeah. we can't, as a betting network, we can't let the line movement or the perception fool us, right? He still was the best player. You could say, well, you're being naive. Well, yeah, maybe you were. But I think at the end of the day, if you believe we had the best players, which I think we do, they were going to win. And, you know, look, let's face it. Popovich didn't win all those titles because he's a bad coach. You know, don't let Popovich's politics get in the way of how you evaluate a coach. You know, that's really, we have to separate that, right? Like, we're evaluating, his coaching career is what it is. He's a great coach. Players like to play for him. So, I think the lesson is, is focus on what you know, not what you hear. And in the NFL, when we're betting, we hear way too much. We hear way too much. We would be better off, you know, putting bind, putting mugs, uh, ear things over ourselves so we don't spend the week listening to too much bad information. Yeah, and how about Drew Holiday, who won a championship, jumped on a plane, flew out, played, yeah. has been awesome, and I do have a number, anywhere between 11.5 and 12.5, Michael. I'm looking at 12.5 at a book here in town. That gold medal game coming up between USA and France at 10.30 Eastern time, your time, on Friday night, I've got the USA laying 12 and a half. So uh, looking forward to that. But great point about KD. Now, speaking of LeBron, you mentioned him. I just looked at a number, and the Lakers are three to one favorites to win a championship. They're your betting favorites. I got three and a half to one on the Nets. So what, what does this quote mean? Keep talking about my squad, our personal our personnel ages, the way he plays, he stays injured. We're past our prime in this league, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Do me one favor, please. And I mean, please keep that same energy when it begins. That's all I ask. Hashtag. Thank you, Michael. They literally are the favorites to win a championship. What the hell is LeBron talking about? This is manufactured. I mean, it's really ridiculous. I mean, like, just worry about what you worry, what you can control, right? Now, look, here's where I'm going to make a prediction. I'm going to make a prediction. I think Frank Vogel won't make it through the season. Because I think Frank Vogel has the hardest job in, in sports as of today. He's going to have to. He's going to have to figure out a way to get all these personalities to blend together. And he's going to have to figure out a way to get everybody to accept their role. Right? He's got to figure out a way to get everybody to accept their role. And I think that's really going to be hard. I think it's really going to be hard. So I think that's the challenge. And I think if they stumble a little bit and they're not going good, which, you know, you could see it injury here, injury there. Monk doesn't know his role. This guy doesn't know it. They don't play with any continuity. All of a sudden, you could easily say to yourself, look, we got to make coaching change. I think I think Vogel's in for a tough, tough job. I thought he was on the border of not making it back this season, and I think he's on really on a, in a tough job there. Can we throw up that board? Because I think this is a good 
learning opportunity just to remind you these books are not all not uniform okay it's not cut and paste look the nets are 225 favorites the lakers are your second betting favorite this year to win a championship right now as we sit here on the fifth at four to one william hill in town has the lakers as your favorite at three to one and the nets at three and a half to one so if you like the nets you can find a better better than a better number pardon me than what bet mgm although we do encourage you here on the lombardi line to check out bet mgm first but the point is made you've been talking about vogel kind of low-key like this for a little bit do you know something that maybe you want to share no i just think he's in a really difficult he's got to manage a lot of enormous egos a lot of enormous egos starting by the general manager himself the guy who tweeted that out did he end up deleting that tweet at some point yes he did i saw it was tweeted then deleted yeah of course like, you know, we wrote this for the Daily Coach. Lincoln did this during Lincoln did this during his reign as president. Lincoln would love to sit in his office and write a letter. And he was going to fire the general, which he fired a bunch of them. But he was so upset with the general that he started writing a letter and he just put it in a box he never sent it. I think I think LeBron should take this approach, right? I think LeBron should have a bunch of tweets he gets ready to send and then walk away from the computer before he sends them. Like, seriously, like, what are you doing? You got, you know, like, hey, what do you care? Hey, Lincoln like, was, hey, Lincoln, Lincoln, Lincoln was spending extra time in the office writing those notes because he didn't want to go home to Mary. Oh, that was a headache. Trust me. Yeah. I, I, well, she was spending money like she was spending money like he was, oh. he, the poor guy was bankrupt. He didn't even know it. She was bougie. Mary Todd. Shout to Mary Todd on yeah. this Thursday, August 5th. When we come back, does Michael recommend you bet the Hall of Fame game? That's also a distinction. And Josh Applebaum joins us here on the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. It's Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Shout to Mary Todd. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. 
We are now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yankees Mariners tonight, VSIN 100 is the code. Raise the stakes at BetMGM. It's the best time to sign up because you're going to get 100 bucks if the Yankees or Mariners hit a home run tonight. Visit BetMGM.com, download the new BetMGM app. It's that simple. It's the king of sports, but this is the best thing. I mean, return on investment, a dollar, 100, it's going to happen. Terms and conditions at BetMGM.com. Must be 21 years or old to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1 800. Gambler promotional offer not available in Nevada. This is the brilliance of Michael Lombardi as we welcome you back here on Beeson, by the way. So Lincoln used to write those letters to get the emotions out and not send them. As a mm-hmm. better, you should be working, right. you should be working your handicapping muscle on every game. And what do I mean by that? Before looking at an NFL slate, you should set your own number. You should you should set the odds yourself and then right. compare them to where the books are. Michael, I think that's a app comparison in some way, but you, you should constantly, even if you're not betting the hall of fame game, you should set your number and then you should come back the next day and analyze what went right and wrong based on your handicap. No, No doubt. And I tried to do that every week last week. And the conclusion that I came to, it was, I listened to too many outside information, too much information. Instead of sticking with my numbers, listening to steam, listening to line movement, listening to, you know, this is the classic reverse double line, flip move to this route. You know, not, no more, no more. I'm done. Like, like, look, just watch the games, make notes on the games, study the players, look at the matchups. And, you know, everybody's a pro. No, everybody's a pro. So, like, I don't recommend playing the first, I don't recommend this game at all. Uh, because I think this is going to be a, a an exhibit. It's going to be a really like a scrimmage, and I think the officials kind of get a little bit in the way, and they make me nervous. I would I would lean a little towards the over, as low as it's come. But I think the officials kind of keep that over out of play because they call a penalty on a play that they you know somebody makes a big oh it's coming back you know that kind of thing. So I just think to me what I what I'm going to do this year is I'm going to write down on Monday, get my line set. Then I'm going to write down what I think would be the top five plays of the week. And then I'm going to research those. I'm going to research all the plays and then kind of see where that leads me to by Friday before I look at any line movement. I'm not going to look at the live odds page until I get to Saturday to see really what's going on. Well, so two, two years I think ago, you have to kind of keep yourself from that. Michael, two years ago, you almost hit 70% on the show. You were right. abiding and, by and, your and numbers. I did it because – I. Right. I just went back to what I was doing and my numbers held in there. So I'm not saying I'm going to be right. I'm going to have to 
adjust my numbers on a weekly basis, but I'm also going to be able to watch the tape of the game and kind of get a handle on it and then and then try to transpose the team they're playing to do that. Like today, I'll go back, I'll watch Cleveland and Kansas City's tape, you know, so I can get kind of familiar with that opening day game. You know, watching Kansas City a little bit so far in the preseason, I mean, I saw a clip online of a couple one-on-one drills with this kid they drafted in the sixth round, Trey Allen from Tennessee. I'm just telling you, that guy, if he plays like he looks in those drills and we'll see as we go forward, that's a huge upgrade for them in the offensive line, particularly for Mahomes inside with power. So those little nuances, I think you got to take into effect. If you want to become a better better, follow the lead of Abraham Lincoln and Michael Lombardi. And if you're getting a pickle and you need somebody else, he's Josh Applebaum, the host of Market Insights, the podcast, which drops Monday through Friday at noon. Of course, he's part of the show. He's the best. Josh Applebaum joins. Josh, how are you? I'm doing great, Patrick, doing great, Michael. And two gentlemen, two scholars, Abraham Lincoln, Michael Lombardi. They're spitting images of each other. I think they're uh, they're brothers from another mother. But, Michael, I want to ask you, we're going to get in the Hall of Fame game. I'm going to make you give me a cap on it. But guess what, guys? Football's back today, not the Hall of Fame game, the CFL, Canadian Football League. Guys, Michael, you're going to love this. Tiger Cats, Blue Bombers, Mm. first game of the year. We got some sharp movement to the Blue Bombers going plus three and a half down to two and a half. Will Hill even took the under 51. It's down to 49 and a half. Obviously, I'm joking here, but just a reminder, CFL is back as well. Uh, And Michael, we have a big Hall of Fame game tonight with a couple moves, both the spread and the total. Yeah, I mean, I don't recommend, I think this is really important. I think it's really, really important for people listening. Do not bet in in leagues, CFL, or in, div- in divisions. Like, I'm going to spend a lot of time on the MAC this year in college football because I think the MAC, I think those numbers, I don't think Vinny really gives the MAC as much attention as it needs. And I think you could find some variance in some of these smaller conferences. I mean, obviously, I'm going to study the Southeast Conference and I'm going to study the ACC, but I think the MAC is a place, you know, we did it that year with Akron. Remember, Patrick, two years ago? I mean, we were killing I mean, we were collecting money on Akron left and right. There will always be that kind of variable that I think you've got to play into. And if you can study the conferences and use the Matt Eumann's information, uh, everybody who writes in college football, JVT, all all the great writers we have here at VEASAN, I think that'll help you tremendously. But don't try to branch out and do way too much because I think ultimately that becomes a real issue. Yeah, specializing can help. And if you want to get started on the Mac, the college football betting guide is out right now. VEASAN.com slash subscribe for nineteen ninety nine. Josh Applebaum. I have a question for you as we take a look at the Hall of Fame game tonight. I'm more with Michael. It's gonna, I'm going to watch uh, if I maybe a couple of shekels. But Dallas at Pittsburgh, Mason Rudolph's going to start. So this op- number open, Pittsburgh laying a point. Everybody's got it two one ten. The total open thirty four. Josh, I've got a couple of thirty ones on the board now. <laughs> Yeah, this thing is really moving. And Michael and, and Patrick, I think you guys bring up a great point. You know, you don't have to bet tonight. You know, there's two ways to look at it. My, uh, the way I look at preseason is either you're all in or you're all out. I think if you pick and choose, you're really not going to make any money. If you're going to be out, I think that's fine. Use this time to watch these games, handicap week week one, you know, get your props, get your uh, get your season win totals in check here. Use the time to your advantage. But if you're going to bet it, um, again, we're going to cover it and we're going to look at uh, the way the, the market is moving here. So guys, uh, number one, we have seen this movement 
toward the Pittsburgh Steelers here. So number one, they opened minus one. And Michael, right when they opened minus one, they got bet up to minus one and a half. Now, what was notable to me is as soon as uh, about yesterday, two days ago, when we heard the announcement that you know both teams are going to rest pretty much all their important guys here, there was an immediate initial move again to the Pittsburgh Steelers up to minus two. So some of these books are even inching toward, uh, I see one book at two and a half. It's mostly two across the board. But that second move was notable to me. The early Pittsburgh move, then the announced that a lot of these guys are out and move further to Pittsburgh. So Michael, you know, what I would look at if this in this way is if you're going to bet Pittsburgh with this movement, we do have from uh, our buddy John Ewing at BetMGM, they're the public play getting 77%. I don't love that, but they're getting almost 87% of the money. So it looks like uh, not just this public money, but maybe some respected money who uh, has really kind of matched up who's going to play, who isn't, who it, uh, who it benefits. I think the quarterback situation here, you would have to imagine Rudolph and even, you know, a guy like Haskins, Dobbs, probably is a little bit better than, you know, uh, the guys that Gilbert, your buddy Danucci here and Cooper <laughs> Rush. So maybe that's something that you lean on, Michael. But my point would be, if you like Pittsburgh, uh, I'm going to money line them because we see crazy things happen uh, in preseason where a missed extra point, a missed field goal, a safety. We see a lot of these one yeah. point, two point wins, the craziness. So to me is if you're going to bet it, I'm going money line. I don't want to push a two point win. You know, I don't want to, uh, you know, lose if, it, if it's closer than that. So movement, obviously, to Pittsburgh couple stats for you, Michael, Mike McCarthy as a dog road dog, not very good ATS in the preseason, nine and 13 ATS. The other play with the total guys is it's really fallen a ton 34 all the way down to 31 and a half an hour ago was 32 and a half. And I said, Ooh, maybe there's buyback. Maybe it'll get back to 33. It continued to fall here. We have seen the last decade, the average total point scored in the hall of fame game is 29 and a half. So that would catch the under here. And Michael, Mike Tomlin uh, is one of the best under preseason uh, coaches here in his career, uh, 32 and 21 to the under 60%. So Michael, I know this is a, is a, a no touch for you, but I guess, do you see why maybe people are betting uh, the Steelers and maybe the under here? I mean, if I had to touch this, I'm touching Pittsburgh all the way. Not okay. that I think Pittsburgh has the better roster. I think Pittsburgh has more depth at quarterback. They'll be more professional as the quarterbacks go on. And I think Pittsburgh has to play some of these backup offensive linemen because really that's the roster is made up of backup offensive linemen. And Tomlin wants to win. I mean, Tomlin's a competitive guy, and he's going to coach his guy, keep it simple, make sure the players don't make mistakes, don't try to do too much in the game, just kind of let them execute. This is why the games are so low scoring too, because of the speed of the game. But also, the coaches don't have a huge playbook in for this game because they want the players to know what to do and execute and play faster than they typically could. If they start thinking too much, then they make mental mistakes and all, all hell breaks loose. So I would lean towards Tomlin. If I had a bet, I would take Pittsburgh, lay the points, and I would probably take the under. But I would, I would, I would be only because I'm uncertain about these officials because they'll go in and call holding on a big play. You're going to see it. It's going to happen. Yeah, over at BetMGM, data analyst John Ewing says 55% of the bettors at BetMGM are betting the under, which we've seen. And when we've seen, again, you mentioned about 14.8 per team, so that's, what, 29 points-ish um, combined. But when these Hall of Fame games have cash to the under, Josh, oftentimes very much so to the under. Mm -hmm. And, um, again, I think part of it really just comes down to the starter and Mason Rudolph, Josh, as far as why Pittsburgh's favored here. 
I'm with you, Patrick. And again, you know, it's a style of play. You're not going to really have your crazy offensive plays and, you know, uh, different uh, elaborate schemes. You're kind of just playing what you're playing. And we do see a lot of these games that are, you know, 13 to 10, you know, 16 to 14. You see historically these lower scoring matchups here, which again, you look at the total and you say 31 and a half that, you know, that's a halftime total. You know, how is this thing so low? But again, you got to remember the style of play. Also, it's a neutral site. Uh, you know, it's not it's not a, a true home game here for either team. So that's something else to keep an eye out for kind of a, a road type situation. But I'm with you, Patrick, Michael. It's pretty clear moving toward Pittsburgh, moving toward the under again. You don't have to play it. But if you do, that's really the way the market is. By the way, those right that, that 31 and a half, you used to find those numbers on the Ravens back in 2000 in regular season <laughs> games before we get the heck out of here. Yeah. Josh, little baseball, Mr. Baseball. What do you got, Josh? Yeah, a little baseball here, guys. Michael, one game that caught my eye, Atlanta Braves tonight. The Braves uh, seem like a team that you kind of feel like they're not in it anymore. They're only two and a half games back of the Mets in the NL East, and they're plus 275 to win that division. They've won the first two games of this series. Continued movement to the Atlanta Braves today looking for a sweep. This is uh, Tiki Toussaint against Wade LeBlanc. This was about a, a minus 110 slight favorite to St. Louis. It's completely flipped now to Braves minus 115, minus 120. So we do see these short road favorites off a win. Uh, 59% this year, non-division steam, 10 cents or more, 61%. Atlanta's bats, they made a lot of moves to improve their outfield, hitting 243, St. Louis only 234. Braves 5-1 and one against St. Louis. I'm going to sweat the Braves today, guys. Mr. Baseball, anything on the way out? Uh, I like the Braves. I also like the, I also like the, uh, the Astros today on the money line. Okay. Ooh, look at you. He's been backing those Houston Astros a lot this year. Josh, great job. Michael, I'll I'm see big, you. I'm a Brave fan. I'm a Brave fan, too, you know. I like the Braves. <laughs> I can't keep up. Michael, we'll see you tomorrow. Josh, we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks, guys. Thank you, squad. The Nuts coming up next right here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.